If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. FNTSY and Sports Grid Network present. Ball in his hands. Game on the line. Friday, no. Tipped up by Nash. At the horn. Hardwood takeaways. It's Lillard. He got the shot off. Welcome in. It is Hardwood Takeaways, the January 28th edition of the show. I am your host, Chris Welsh. You can find me on Twitter at IsItTheWelsh. And of course, Hardwood Takeaways brought to you right here by SportsGrid. Today's edition, we've actually got some games we're going to break down. If you missed it, I would remind you, you know, we are here for you five days a week. Bogman and myself, we are getting you uh, caught up with all the latest. Obviously, we are coming off an extremely difficult weekend. And if you missed it, Bogman and I, we uh, tag teamed a show. And we dedicated 24 minutes to Kobe Bryant. We did that on the Monday edition, the January 27th. So if you want, you can go back and listen to that. We didn't break down what happened over the weekend because, frankly, it didn't matter. It didn't matter. 
that was a time uh, to talk about Kobe Bryant. That was a time to remember him and everything that we could and, you know, and try to weigh through all of, uh, you know, all of the horrible stuff. I mean, uh, the Lakers, they've even postponed their next game uh, against the Clippers. That one has already been officially postponed And the Lakers are, they're reeling and the NBA is still reeling. You know, there were over 24 hours from, you know, uh, Kobe Bryant's passing and the horrific uh, helicopter crash. But the NBA is slowly trying to move forward. The Lakers and the Clippers, they will get there, but it is not going to happen in this next game, at least for the Los Angeles Lakers. But we did have, uh, we had some games and, you know, I kind of made my feelings set about should or shouldn't they have played on Sunday, but this is a little bit more time for everybody to kind of process. So we have got an actual slate. We've already made kind of all of our comments uh, that we can about the passing. So we're going to talk about some basketball because we did have some games. We had some good stuff go down in the NBA. And let's kick it off with the Cavs and the Pistons. The Cavs won on the road 115 to 100, getting their 13th win of the season. Detroit, they lose their 31st. They're 17 and 31, 115 to 100. On the Pistons side, you had a couple double-digit scores. Reggie Jackson scored 16. Andre Drummond, 15-8 with four assists, three steals, two blocks. He was 7 for 12 from the field. Uh, Dembio was in the starting lineup, played 35 minutes, but could only muster up eight points with four rebounds. Off the bench, Langston Galloway had 11 points and no Derrick Rose in this one. Derrick Rose has really been the superstar with the Detroit Pistons. He sat this one out. Good to get him some rest when they possibly can. But the Pistons only 12 threes, 34%. Only say only 12 when they shot 35 of them. 45% from the field, only 17 free throw attempts. So they weren't horrendous by any means, but they were outplayed by the Cavs. Over on the Cavs side, Colin Sexton, 23 points with five assists. He was 10 for 19 from the field in 38 minutes. Phenomenal. Uh, Tristan Thompson, big old double-double, 17 points, 11 rebounds. He had 10 defensive rebounds in this one. And Kevin Love, 20 points, 7 for 11 from the field, 6 for 8 from 3. The team as a whole only hit nine three-pointers, and Kevin Love had two-thirds of those while he is still a Cav, of course. Uh, over on the bench, Larry Nance Jr. had 10 points with five rebounds in 24 minutes. And McKinney, 15 points, three rebounds. He was six for 10 from the field, hitting two of the nine threes. They shot 37% from the three-point line, but 50% from the field. And that is what was able to get them the win over the Pistons, 115 to 110. Next game up, we had the Magic and the Heat Battle of Florida and the Miami Heat came out on top, 113 to 92. The Heat are now 32 and 14 on the year. And an incredible 21 and two at home. I mean, playing in Miami Stadium is an absolute, it is almost an assured loss. 21 and two. The Magic 21 and 27 now on the year, really getting it handed to them. Uh, As far as the starters go, not a single starter scored over 13 points in this one. Aaron Gordon, 13 points with seven rebounds in 34 minutes. He was six for 15 from the field. Nikola Vucevic, 33% from the field. He was five for 15, did hit a couple threes, 13 points, 12 rebounds in this one, had four assists. Markel Fultz, 12 points, four rebounds, seven assists in 29 minutes. Fournier only had nine and Birch only seven points. Now off the bench, Terrence Ross, four for 14 in 28 minutes, scored 11 points with three rebounds and Mobamba, 10 points, three rebounds, two blocks. They were 11 for 13 from the three-point line, which was under 30%. 
and the team as a whole, 37% from the field. That is why the Orlando the Orlando Magic could not get anything going. Over on the Heat side, Duncan Robinson, 6 for 9 from the field. Uh, ben Adebayo had a triple-double in this one. 20 points, 10 rebounds, 10 assists. He was 10 for 16 from the field. He has been crazy. My boy Jonas Nader had marked preseason Ben Adebayo said he wanted to average 16 points, 10 rebounds, and I think five assists. He is currently averaging 15.9 points, I believe 10.6 rebounds, and 4.9 assists. That's unreal, the, the year that he's been having. Jimmy Butler also had 19 points with seven assists in 30 minutes. They were great. Tyler Harrow scored 13 points in the starting lineup. Off the bench, Goran Dragic, 14 points, five assists, hit four threes. As a team, they hit 14 of 28 three-point attempts in this one and over 53% from the field. Everything was clicking. 93% they were from the free throw line, and they were on the mark the entire game there. So the Heat, they uh, take that one 113-92. to Over to the Oklahoma City Thunder, they were hosting the Dallas Mavericks, and they dropped it. 107 to 97. The Thunder now 28 and 10 on the year. The Mavericks 29 and 17. For the Thunder, Dennis Schroeder in the starting lineup 21 points with seven rebounds and six six assists. There were no Chris Paul in this one, so that's why he got the start. Uh, SGA 16 points for Shy with 11 rebounds and four assists. He has been fantastic, though his field goal percentage was not. He was 5 for 20 from the field. Dennis Schroeder played 41 minutes, and he was only 6 for 16 from the field. So the inefficiency is what really hurt them. Uh, Danilo Gallinari, 4 for 12 from the field. So that kind of continues that exact same thing. 14 points, 5 rebounds, 6 assists. Uh, over on the bench, Nerlens Noel, he had nine points with eight rebounds, and Burton scored 11. They hit 12 threes, under 40% from the field, though. That really hurt the Thunder. For the Mavericks, they were led by Luka Doncic, 29 points, 11 rebounds with five assists, hit five threes in this one. 10 of 24 from the field as a whole, half of those were three-point shots that he made. Tim Hardaway Jr., he had 15 points in the starting lineup, and Porzingis had a double-double, 14 and 10 with a couple assists. Off the bench, DeLon Wright had 14 points with 12 rebounds out of nowhere. And uh, Mickey Kieber, 11 points in 22 minutes. They had 19 threes in this. They put up an astonishing 51 three-point attempts. 51. There is only one player of the nine that played that attempted less than three three-pointers in this one. So this is the old uh, Houston, Houston Rockets you know, mentality. Just shoot them up. Throw him up. You only shot 37% from the field, uh, from the three point line, but you made 19 of them and they were 41% from the field. So volume was the killer against the Thunder and more efficiency. I mean, Tim Hardaway Jr., six for 12. Doncic was 10 for 24. So Doncic kind of led the way and they were able to walk away with this one for the inefficient Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, the Bulls, they hosted the Spurs and they won 110 to 109. The Bulls now 19 and 30 where the uh, San Antonio Spurs are 20 and 26. Over on the Spurs side, DeMar DeRozan, who was one of those players that was just, you could tell, was massively affected uh, on Monday. He went 36 points with 10 rebounds and 3 assists, 11 for 21 from the field in 36 minutes, put up 17 free throw attempts, made 14 of them. So huge night for him. 
Jakob Pertl, 16 points with 13 rebounds for a double-double. The rest of the starting lineup, immensely quiet. Uh, Lyles, 10 points with eight rebounds, but you had uh, Murray and Forbes combined for four total points. Off the bench, though, Patty Mills, he hit six threes off the bench, scoring 25 points with a couple steals. And the team was uh, under 40, right at 40% from the three-point line, under 70% from the free-throw line, and 38 of 82 from the field. Now, the Bulls, who took away the win, Zach Levine, he led the way, 7 for 22 from the field with three threes, scored 23 points and six rebounds, and everybody in the starting lineup had double-digit points. Dunn had 10. You had Cornette with 12. Thad Young had 13 points with nine rebounds, and Sadoransky, 13 points with six assists. Off the bench, uh, Valentine scored 16 points. Kobe White, 11 points with six rebounds in 22 minutes. They were really not more efficient by any means than the Spurs. They just came roaring back in the fourth quarter where the Spurs walked in with, I believe, a 10-point lead into the fourth quarter, but the Bulls outscored them 35-24 to in the fourth, and that allowed that win for the Bulls over the Spurs. The Kings and the T-Wolves. The Kings put together an unreal comeback attempt in the fourth quarter. I believe they scored 17 points in the last two and a half minutes to send this game to overtime. They outscored Minnesota 41 to 22 in the fourth quarter, 17 of those coming under the last three minutes of the game. Take them to overtime. Kings, they come out on top after having an absolutely phenomenal, phenomenal comeback. They won 133 to 129, stunning the T-Wolves. Uh, the Wolves 15 and 32 now where the Kings got their 17th win year over on the Wolves side. You had three guys score 20 or more points. They were led by Andrew Wiggins. He had seven threes in this for 36 points, nine rebounds with eight assists in 43 minutes. Carl Anthony Town played 40 minutes, scored 23 points with eight rebounds. Rob Cummington, 24 points, seven rebounds. Uh, Napier had 10 and Culver had five in the starting lineup. Bunch of other bodies played, but nobody else put up anything relatively significant off the bench. But the uh, the Wolves were an incredible 50% from the three-point line, 23 of 46. That is a very, very large and I would say impressive number that the team was able to put together, even though they didn't come out with the win. They were also 48% from the field. Over on the Kings side, De'Aaron Fox, 22 points, seven rebounds, eight assists, he was 7 for 13 from the field in this one. Uh, you had Bielitsa, 20 points, 9 rebounds, 8 assists. But I'm burying the lead because Buddy healed off the bench. Played 38 minutes. Scored 42 points with 5 rebounds, 3 assists, and 9 threes. That's right. He put up 14 three-point attempts. He made 9 of them. He was 14 for 24 from the field in 38 minutes and a perfect 5 for 5 from the free throw line. They were awesome. 50% from the field. They hit 18 threes in this one, and Buddy Heald hit half of them. An incredible comeback for the Kings, and Buddy Heald absolutely led the way. And then finally, uh, the last game of the night, you had the Jazz hosting the Houston Rockets, and the Rockets won their 29th game of the year over the Jazz, going to 29-17. and The Jazz fall to 32-14. and The Rockets won 126-117. to and a, a, just an absolute gun-blazing fourth quarter where combined, if I can do the math real quick, 81 points 
were scored in the fourth quarter. That's right, 42-39. to The Jazz actually outscored them, but 81 fourth-quarter points combined uh, were put together. Over on the Jazz side, Donovan Mitchell, 36 points with four rebounds and three assists. He hit a couple threes in this. He was 14 of 25 from the field. Bogdanovich had 30 points, hit seven threes. He was 10 for 18 from the field in 35 minutes. And Rudy Gobert had a double-double, 12 points, 14 rebounds with a couple blocks. Off the bench, Mike Conley, he had 10 points with four assists in 25 minutes. They were poorish from the three-point line, only 12 of 42, 42 three-point attempts, and they can only make 12 of them, and more than half were uh, brought down by Bogdanovich. They were 50% from the field. The Rockets, they put up 43-point attempts themselves. They hit 15 of them. There was no James Harden, and there was no Russell Westbrook, and they still pulled out because Eric Gordon had a 50 spot in this one. Yeah, you heard me right. 50 points with six rebounds. He was 14 of 22 from the field, hit six threes, and he played the James Harden role. 16 of 20 from the free throw line. 50 points in this one. Uh, Austin Rivers and House both scored 21 points. House had a double-double, 21 and 10 with five steals. Uh, Rivers was seven for 21 from the field with 21 points. And there wasn't anything else big to take away. There was also no Clint Capella in this one. It's actually incredible. The Rockets did what they did against a very highly competitive Utah Jazz team. But volume killed them. And maybe also 49 free throw attempts. 35 of 49. So they made 35 uh, free throw attempts, which I believe they made more than any single team shot all of Monday. I'm not 100% accurate, but after going through all the box scores, I feel relatively confident that that is an accurate number I'm giving you. And they attempted 49 of them. So Rockets come out after an 81.4th quarter, 126 to 117. And friendos, those are your slate of games. That is what went down on Monday. So let's take a quick little look at what is on the docket here because Things are still in a little bit of a flux. You've got players that have kind of sat. There's still some sitting out that's happening. There's the Laker game that is canceled. So let's see what's coming up tonight. You've got the Knicks and the Hornets, Warriors and the 76ers, Pelicans and the Cavaliers, Hawks, Raptors, Wizards, Bucks. You got a big old slate. Nuggets, Grizzlies. Here's your first one on TNT. Celtics and the Heat. That is going to be an absolute Awesome game. 30-plus win teams here. Celtics 30-15, and 15, while the Heat are now 32-14. and 14. Suns and Mavericks. And then you have the postponed game that's not going to happen. Uh, the Clippers and Lakers. That one's going to be uh, redone at another time. Hey, guys. It's been kind of a rough couple days, obviously, in the basketball world. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you guys like the conversation around Kobe Bryant. And I hope you're able to kind of get back you know, get back into things. There's, there's obvious things that were brought up when this type of happens. We reassess kind of where we're at with stuff. But... Um, Things do go on and and basketball is going to go on. Life goes on. And, you know, the Mamba mentality lives on. And that's what we saw a lot of tonight. We saw a lot of Mamba mentality from players. So hopefully you're able to get back to enjoying basketball and you can do it right here with us on Hardwood Takeaways. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast right here on SportsGrid and follow me on Twitter at IsItTheWelsh. Bogman has got you covering back on those Tuesday games. So keep it right here. We'll see you next time. Open. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.